Hey, yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I'm Big Brett. I'm G Money. Hey, G Money, how's it going this week? Going pretty good, man. School's winding down, so I can't complain. There how's you it go. going with you? Oh, just, just living the dream, man. Waking up 9 to 5, that's all I do. 9 to 5, living the dream. <laughs> Every day. I like it, I like it. So, G, what are we, we going to talk about this week? I know we, uh, we talked about the uh, Dirk Nowitzki last week pretty great talk we had there and and uh who, who do we got this week we're talking about the hick from french lick larry oh, bird i'm excited <laughs> i'm excited I'll, i'm excited to start talking about him and a, a quick coincidence it's actually his birthday tomorrow is that right yep. <laughs> he'll be 62 wow he's 62 yeah jeez I that, get up there. That's crazy. That's a coincidence, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. I mean, huh. we planned that. That's... Right. We pl- yeah, there, we, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Right. <laughs> Obviously. Well, so, where, where do you want to get started on this, man? We got a, a bunch of career stuff to talk about here. Yeah, we did some We did some pretty extensive research here, and I uh, I, I think uh, the the main topic of the, this discussion is just talking about Larry Legend, man. It's just you know the name is you know says it for itself. It's he he was a legend and and what I want to start with, you know I saw you made a note here um, in high school. He went to uh, Springs Valley High, and uh, you saw that he became the all-time leading scorer um, at the school. Mm-hmm. Um, then he went to uh, college where he was in uh, at Indiana State University. Um, you know I I saw that he he went to school and dropped out like freshman year or something and then came back and, you know, started playing basketball and stuff. And, um, what else did you find about him in college? Yeah, he actually, it was for Indiana that he got like a scholarship for. Okay. And he didn't like the campus or something like that. Okay. It was weird. It was just like, yeah, I didn't like the campus. So he dropped out and then enrolled at indiana state university yeah and so that's where he played college ball and um he became when he left he was the fifth highest scorer in the school's history which was pretty cool yeah um and i think you had down here that or i read somewhere that he was gonna go in the nba draft his junior year right then decided to finish out his senior year and then him and Magic met for the first time in the NCAA finals. <laughs> yeah, here. that's pretty cool. That, that's a that's a really interesting thing that some people know about, some people don't. Mm-hmm. You know, him and Magic, you know, met before they even made a pro, and uh, kind of started their rival rivalry. Uh, you know, in college, so that was uh, that was pretty neat. Yeah, and just to say, uh, Magic walked away with that NCAA title. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty neat. And and going back to what what you were saying, you know, he was he was drafted by the Celtics his junior year, you know, and and uh, the Celtics, what I read was they had rights over Larry Bird, um, you know, that that first year. But Larry decided to go back to school and play, you know, his senior year and play in that championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only game they lost was that championship that year. So he wow. went back, um, you know, played played that whole season. 
um, lost in the championship, but then, you know, went to the Celtics right after knowing he was already drafted by them um, and just played a lights out, you know, rookie year. So, yeah, why don't we talk about his rookie year a little bit? Yeah. Um, the year before he came to the Celtics, they had only won 29 games. <laughs> and then his rookie year, they won 61 games. Yeah. Yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's all because of him. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I saw, I saw that, I saw that, uh, he, he averaged 21 uh, points per game that his rookie season and 10 rebounds per game. So he was a walking double, double his rookie season. And, you know, of course he won rookie of the year that year. Um, But then uh, the following year, uh, I believe in 80, 80 to 81 season, they won their first championship. Um, Not their first championship because of obviously Bill Russell and the Celtics before won a bunch of championships with the Celtics then, but uh, you know, with Larry Bird on the team, that was his first his first championship with the team. So, man, his his second season, his second real season, he won a championship. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, could you imagine? Like that's like Giannis winning the championship this year, right? Or right. Ben Simmons, or you know, like all those kind of guys. Yeah. Hey, it could happen. <laughs> it it could happen. It's just like a crazy feat. It's crazy because. He like brought the team up so much, right? Right. Like it's really hard to go from a twenty-nine win season two yeah. years later win the championship. You're winning double, yeah. That's that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And so he won that championship, and then two years later, or three years later, they won the championship back to. Well, they won the championship. A year went by, didn't win it, and then the following year they won another yeah, championship. Right. So he was still relatively young when he got three championships. Yeah. Yeah, still in his twenties. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he won the the three MVPs for three straight seasons, the eighty four to eighty six. Um yeah. and then those two finals MVPs MVPs in the uh the two games that were in the middle of the eighties. Um so that's yeah, I mean he he was in his prime, I think in the mid eighties, it looks yeah. like <laughs> I'd say so too. And a note we have on here is there's only been three players to ever win three straight MVPs. And that's yeah. Bill Russell and Wilt the still. Yeah. So that's some pretty good company right there. Right. Yeah. That's, that's interesting that, that, uh, that you bring that up. Um, because you also, you also noted here that between 84 and 92 magic bird, and uh, Michael Jordan were the only ones that won MVPs throughout those year, those eight years. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. That's some good company as well. <laughs> I know. Like when I was doing my research and stuff, and I was like, "Hmm, Bird won it three years in a row." Yeah, it's like Magic Jordan, Magic Jordan. Right? <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, that's crazy. That that must have been a crazy decade to play in. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it it would have been such an awesome time to watch basketball like those are just guys that like you you just you look back on now and you're like of course you know they were amazing but you know the the guys that we we watch now you know LeBron and we watched Kobe and we watched all those guys that that played during our time and we're just like yeah that's amazing but we're gonna look back and be like man they were good <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> exactly it's 
it's hard to realize how amazing they are in the moment. Right. Right. Yeah. So where, where do you want to, uh, you know, lead this into uh, G I, I see a few notes here about some, he, he was a scorer. He was a real scorer um, more than I really thought he was, but um, yeah, good. Take, take that away. Um, I think where I want to go is we can, let's talk about his scoring then. Yeah. You think of Larry Bird, I think of three point contests, but he doesn't seem all that quick. Right. Doesn't seem right. to have a great ball handling. Wasn't flying through the air, but he got it done. Yeah. It says here that he averaged over 21 points his whole career. Or Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Over 20 points his whole career. Yeah. And then he had a career-high 60 points against the Hawks and many other 40-plus games. Right. So I think that he was just so fundamental in like his shooting yeah. also won the first three, three point shooting contests. <laughs> that's yeah. That's yeah. That kind of sets the, the ground, you know, the standard for, for the three point contest, you know, having this, this guy from Indiana come in and, you know, shoot lights out for the first three, three pointer contests, you know, the three pointer didn't even, you know, wasn't around for, um, much long before that, and you know he comes out and he's like, "Well, I can shoot from this far out. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win this contest three years in a row." That's like, uh, you you can't really write write that up. You know, it's you can't make that up. Well, and as a forward, right, like, right, he wasn't a point guard or shooting guard. The man was a a forward. Yeah, you know, six six nine two twenty. Yeah, and he's out there bombing threes three years in a row. You didn't see that back in the day either. He was uh-huh. he was a unicorn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I saw I saw here too. Um, Bert he he had fifty nine triple doubles during his career. That's that's impressive. I mean, he's in the top. I I don't remember what I saw, but I I know he's in the top ten list yeah. of uh, of uh, triple doubles in their career. But fifty nine triple doubles throughout you know his career. Westbrook has you know over a hundred right now. Um, but you know, bird and his time and everything and how aggressive they were. And, you know, just, he was, he was an all around player too. You don't think too much about, you know, his rebounds and everything and, um, and all of that, because, you know, he was just a shooter and and he scored, he got to the bucket, but you know, he, he, he was an all around player too. He, He made the assist happen. He made the rebounds happen. I mean, he uh he's noted for that as well so i, I think that's uh that's something to um uh, you know really really uh summarize with his career yeah i definitely agree and then going back to what we said about three point contests this guy is a forward hitting all these triple doubles making assists to his teammates just trying to get wins you know right doing everything he's got to do to get championships and to make his team better right exactly that's incredible yeah. So I see, I see here, I, I didn't really do too much research on this either, but um, you said he had a, a career high of 60 points against the Hawks. Is that right? Yeah. And like I said, that that's not only like he's had high scoring games around that. Right. He's had in the forties and fifties. That was just his highest was 60. Yeah. Which yeah. is a crazy amount still for back then. Yeah. With, you know, playing against magic and Jordan and those guys. Yeah. 
But what I really want to talk about is this left-handed game. <laughs> I was so shocked when you sent me this. I I don't know if I've ever seen this article or, or you know heard about this game. Um, but yeah, good. Tell tell everyone uh, what happened in this game. So I first saw, I don't remember how long ago I saw it, but it was on House of Highlights. Yeah. And so I saw them mention and I was like, that's crazy. So I looked more into it and Larry scored 10 out of his 21 field goals. So he, <laughs> he went off. Yeah. Yeah. He still went off. <laughs> yeah. But he did it, made 10 of them left-handed and he finished with 47 points, 14 rebounds and 11 assists. So, so another, that was one of the triple doubles right there. Yeah. He scored a triple-double, making half his shots with just his left hand. And it wasn't, like, just layups. Right. He was shooting, like, eight to ten footers oh, with yeah. left hand. Yeah, I watched that video. That, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And the reason he did it was because he said he was saving his right hand for the Lakers. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean – that's, that's pretty just, bad, eh? I'd say. Yeah, that's just how serious like the Laker and Celtic rivalry was was back then. It was yeah. like it was like the Cavs and the Warriors. Honestly, um, I know some people might get offended by that because it's it was a whole different era. But you know, Celtics and Lakers they went back and forth for a while. You know, mm. him and him and Magic had had their battles, and um, I I wish you know I I think it would have been fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I'd even go as far to say, like, it's a little bit different than the Cavs-Warriors because I feel like the Lakers and Celtics were so evenly matched at, like, every position. Yeah, that's true. Like, I feel like when you talk about the Cavs and Warriors, like, the Warriors had, like, Steph and Clay, which were, like, lights-out shooters. Yeah. The Cavs had, like, LeBron. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he didn't have much backup. Yeah, but, like... Lakers Celtics was like, well, whoever was shooting guard, they had a shooting guard, you know, forward, forward. Like they just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. But I just thought that was crazy that this, and they went on to win that Lakers game too, that Friday Mm -hmm. or whatever it was. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. (laughs) So just the dedication and the seriousness in which they took the game was crazy. Yeah. That was, that's interesting. Um, Yeah. So, uh, Bird, I mean, Bird went on. He had he had a really great career. He had he had some injuries and stuff. I saw he had uh, surgery on both of his heels. He only played like six games in one season. Uh-huh. Um, that was the lowest lowest uh, amount of games he's played in a season. And um, you know his back started acting up and all that. Um, you know he, of course, he was on the the '92 Dream Team uh, with MJ and Magic and and all those guys. And uh, um, of course. They were called the dream team for a reason, but um, right after that ended, he uh, he announced his retirement. Um, you know, because of those back issues and all of that, um, took a few years off and everything. And I saw that he uh, he became uh, the Pacers head coach. And this is this is interesting because what what we were talking about a few weeks ago when I had uh, Larry Legend on my top five of all time, um, I found out that he told. Uh, the Pacers management and the the team and all the fans that he was only going to coach for three years. And that's exactly what he did. He coached uh, three years at the Pacers and he became coach of the year the very first year he was their coach. So, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, he stuck to his word. He didn't want to do more than three years of coaching and 
he did that, then moved on and um, became, uh, you know, the ex- executive of the Pacers, became the president of the Pacers or president of basketball operations and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and really, I mean, I think he helped uh, help Pacers kind of get back on the map with, you know, Ron Artest on their team, you know, Reggie Miller and all that. Um, but, yeah, and then I, I put a note on here. I know we talked about it a, a few weeks ago, I believe, but, um, you know, he was the first person ever to win the NBA, NBA MVP, you know, Coach of the Year and Executive of the Year award. So that's a um, pretty interesting uh uh, group of honors that one person can get, um, you know, being a, a player and a coach. So, right. Well, and a lot of times that doesn't transition over. Right. Well, good players don't always make good coaches and vice versa. Right. And it just goes to show how talented he was on and off the court to be able to lead people. Yeah. And to know what he's talking about and to bring players together to not only win championships, but to coach them as well. Sure. Absolutely. So I, I would want to mention one more thing about yeah. his like last season of retirement and overall career. Yeah. He, uh, the only time he wasn't picked as an all-star was that season that he had the surgeries. Okay. Yeah. So he was an all-star every year he played. And even the last season he played, he still averaged 20 points and almost 10 rebounds and seven assists a game. Wow. So like, even it's in his like last was, season. <laughs> right. He wasn't doing, like, terrible his last season at all. Like, that's still really good numbers. Yeah. Well, that would have been – so his 13th season. So if you're thinking about, you know, LeBron came in two, 2003 and 13 th- seasons later would be 16. He won He won the championship with the Cavs in 16. So, you know, that's – I mean, 13 still young, you know, 13 right. years in. Still young. He's still putting up numbers. And, you know, I – of course, I I think if he would have if he would have his injuries would have you know been taken care of a little bit better maybe sooner or something mm-hmm. um, he probably could have played into the late nineties with with MJ um, but yeah that, that's I think that's really impressive that that note that you had there yeah it's it's tough because like you would have loved to see him play more because he was still doing so well right right yeah. But an incredible career for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. It's a it's a really good model of what a basketball player should should be. And uh, uh, Larry Bird was, you know, one of the best. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Awesome, awesome. Well, G Money, I think that's uh, all we had for Larry Legend. I think so too. We'll wrap it up here, and we'll get back next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the best players from each decade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I, uh, I look forward to uh, looking up some of that information. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, talk about all that next week. And uh, hope everyone has a great uh, weekend ahead. We'll see you next week. See you next week.